guys, our episode 22. Can you believe we've had 22 episodes? I can't believe that. It's incredible. Today, we have an alumnus, which is always really exciting for me, because I love to see what our students are doing after they leave. And this guy's got big stuff. It's a Pride Month special. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Hey guys, I'm Joelle. And I'm Pega. And we're so excited because today we have Todd Leon in the studio. Yay! Hi. Um, you guys might not know Todd yet, but he is an up-and-comer. He is making so many short films. You, I was looking at your IMDb page. You've composed, what, two films? I think acted in eight, produced two, directed and written... I think you wrote two, directed one uh, in the last three years? Yeah, and that's including... Uh, yeah, it is. But mostly last year because I was a student before, so I didn't do much before. So was, so mostly in wow. the last year, all yeah, of this Yeah, mostly work. in the last that's year. That's a yeah. lot of projects in the last year. Man. Good for you. Working hard. Do trying. you sleep? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I schedule it. Very, not very important. <laughs> Well, There's Todd, no time to sleep. Let's just let's just jump right in. Um, I want to ask you: When did you first fall in love with movies? Um, it's when I first came to the U.S. Actually, oh, because and when is I this? wasn't. That was 2005. Okay, um, and how old are you? I was 15. Oh, oh. adorable. Okay. Yeah, it was mostly for at first. I was doing it for learning uh, languages, like I don't, I don't learning English basically because I don't really speak. I didn't really speak English that well at the time. And then my host family were like, well, you should watch a movie. So the first movie I watched was Matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. The trilogy one. And then like, I have no idea what Is they're saying. Is this your first movie ever, period? Well, no, not period. Okay, but I, right. I watch like, Chinese and Japanese films Copy. and animations and all that. But I, in terms of like Hollywood in English... I mean, I remember, I, barely, I remember trying to watch it right before I came to America... Um, to uh, watch Finding Nemo, but I didn't know what they were saying at right. all. Like, none of the words make sense to me. It's like the only thing I find out is like they say Nemo a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. But then, like, um, I I started watching like, uh, an old film. It was kind of funny because my house family in Seattle. That's where I uh, um, spent most of my years yeah. in the U.S. And uh, we they introduced they wanted me to learn English, and then so they they download this hundred top movie I have to watch from AFI, which I just found out later it was AFI. <laughs> and then we go from the list, go all the way down. So I watch about thirty five movies from wow. that list. So like including like Casablanca and like yeah. Citizen King and all the movies that that's supposed to be very very good and make, like classic ones basically. And I watch a, a lot of them, and like I realize I really like old movies because yeah. like it's very captivating. It's like they're acting. Then there's the chemistry. It make it draw. It draws me in and make me feel like I'm in it. And then that's kind of when I realized I really like watching movies. And then like I wanted. And later on, when I start doing like you know um, acting, and then start realizing I can actually make films myself. And that's when I realized I want to make movies that that will capture the same kind of attention from everybody else and really mean something, you know? Right. So, Amazing. Yeah. Hey, Booth, we can hear you in our cans just real quick. That's okay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was doing things too. Okay, so you you love classic movies. You start watching um, to learn English. Right. Um, I love this story. Uh, one of my best friends is Colombian, and he started the same way. So when we showed him The Lion King in English, he was like, what's even happening? I was like, you never got to The Lion King? He's like, no, I've only seen this in Spanish. It's very weird. Um, and and then um, the the main actress in um, Queen of Cotway, the first movie she saw was the one that she was in, like the oh. first movie period, full stop in her whole life. So I like wow. these stories of of different times coming to movies. Um, how do you think it, that affected your the way you craft movies? Because it 
were you more captivated by the images or is it the language that was kind of inundating into the stories? I mean, I think it was more of the. Uh, it was more how real the the, the actors uh, kind of stay in character, and then how those characters affected each other and affected the audiences. So I feel like a lot of my even as I did a filmmaking program here for a month just to you know learn how to be a filmmaker. Yeah. And then um, even then, I feel like my directing style is more acting performance based, like you know because coming from the acting background, I felt like. Um, like movie make only really makes sense when the characters are actually you know completely they actually completely commit to the character yeah. and they actually you know send that message out because you can have the best script you have you can have the best you know director and all that but if you don't have the right actors to bring that to life sure. it doesn't really it doesn't really work but then like director's job is to make sure the actors bring them out so then like yeah so then I feel like I feel like the uh, movies that I want to make it's all very performance based and they all have mm-hmm. some kind of message um each um, like films I make that have and what their the goal of the movie are, are very similar in a way like just make really just to make a difference in terms of like uh, what kind of aware, awareness I want to bring out and what kind of uh, message is really important to me and then to my story or to somebody else's story when I'm acting in it so did you always have that in mind or did you kind of find your voice as you went through the program and you started making several films were you um, I think, I, I think I always uh, felt this way. But before I was a medical student, that I, for me it's like I'm activating. I, I'm like an activist for like people, well. for like you know human rights and all that. And then back in college, and then like right, and then I start singing. And singing, I felt I had the same reason for doing it because on stage I want to show share a story. Sure. And then acting, it's like. It's just like I feel like it as I go through more and more art stuff, and then I feel like that there's more um, ways to. It just blows my mind, I guess, because I feel like I have more ways to do that now, like through acting and singing and making mm-hmm. films, not just like you know going to like a, some kind of campaign protest or like. It's like I can do much more than that, and then actually affect more people. Um, than uh, by myself, you know, on my mm-hmm. own. So it sounds like you like to make films with a message. Mm-hmm. I, I do. <laughs> Most of my films do have that. Why? Why? Why is that important? Like, I know some people that go out through making films for, you know, some people are like, oh, well, maybe I'll be famous, or some people want to make movies just to like explore like their own terrors. We've had a lot of horror yes. fanatics on yeah. here. Yes. Um, so, what is it about? Why do you think it's important to communicate a message through your artwork? I think. I think art only like it. I think art is impactful because it has the message that relate to the audience who's watching it. And then like horror film, it's a you know, to me it's more like a th- it's a thrill that like you're satisfying the the audience's thrill. But like in a way that's to make it like. Well, you can also make a horror film that's kind of both. Like in Get Out, I thought was you know one of the yeah. films that does that. It has a message and is you know thrilling. Absolutely. At the same time, which movie? Get, Get out. out. We oh, see the same yeah. thing with like Planet of the Apes is right. an yeah. early uh, example right. of that. So I feel like um, it's important to me, mostly because I feel like um, it makes it makes art. It gives art a, a bigger purpose, and then it makes it even more satisfying as a filmmaker, as an actor, to finish it and then know that that actually does something to up to it to the society, to the community, to the people that need to hear it. Like that's kind of how I started doing uh, a lot of my short films I did on uh, if it's if it's directed or written by me, they're mostly gonna be about like either LGBT communities or depression or 
um, coming out, or like even just about like um, Asian American actors, and then what they have to go through, and then some of the future projects I have, I'm working on currently right now, all have some different messages. Something I'm passionate about, and then that makes the project more fun for me to to work on. And you find the like-minded people to work with you on those projects, and then it's just it makes this whole process much more enjoyable. And then you know that when you finish, there's some there's a way to bring uh to bring this out to uh, actually affect people. And then I I've even gotten a lot of feedback about like some of my, my uh my my projects, my films that really make a difference in somebody's life. So um, that's really I feel like what I'm. Um, most passionate about like projects I actually do that to people so So what's the first film that you made the first film I made is actually my thesis film which is why I say it's last year because I graduated last year and um, I it was about it's really more a personal story about me coming out to my father Um, and then what's it called it's called straight A nice so the reason for that is because I, I was a straight A student and then, but I'm not straight. Yes. And my uh-huh. name is Alex in the film. <laughs> oh, wow. so, hey, Amazing. It has it has a cool meaning to it. That's I really love adorable. that. Adorable. And then it's it's a positive story. And the reason for that story is because it is true. That's what happened. Except that it was over phone because my dad was overseas, and not he's not here. But um, it's a positive outcome of a story for the Asian community to want to come out. And I think it's really. It's something that it's not it's prohibiting in China. You can't really have like a mainstream movies about mm. homosexuality that's not allowed. And yeah. I feel like um, having a message like that to really help like you know Asian millennials that really have, or even just the one that wanted to come out. And it's just like sometimes you don't know what your parents are thinking of, and you don't you, you we don't give them enough credit sometimes. Mm. So some, like that's kind of what happened with my dad. And like I came out to him, and he was like. It, it it's not like a super easy topic to talk about, but like he was actually very supportive and then talked through, like talk talked me through a lot of dating problems. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> it's kind of fun, but yeah, but it, I would never have expe- expected that from him. But you never know. That's the thing. So. Yeah, and that's a great message to point out. Is a lot of people who I have a ton of friends who just. Um, we're so scared to come out because, like, my parents are going to kill me, they're going to disown me, and the complete opposite happened, and I think that's such an important message right. to get out there. Yeah. Especially, I think, with marginalized communities where, mm-hmm. like, I know, like, Pariah has done a lot for the black lesbian community and showing, like, you know, see, like, just what a struggle can look like and how you can come out of the other side of that and right. be okay. Um so that's can people see that? Is that available? I know it's your your thesis, and a lot of people right. don't want to show their thesis. Well, anymore. no, actually, I don't mind showing it. It's not. I mean, after a year of working on different films, this not becomes not the best thing I've sure. acted in. But I think it's still an important message. And right now, that film is. Uh, I haven't. Uh, it just finished all the festivals. So oh, nice. Like, so yeah, it went through several festivals, won some awards. And then um, that one right now, it's contracted with Reverie. It's a wow. LGBT yeah. sort of a Netflix, sort of like a Netflix-like platform. I just finished uh, uh, the contract with them, and then they were going to show it on there. And then I'll probably, I think, I would, in any second now, I can just you know put it public because it's done with festivals now. So it's actually not like it. Congratulations! That's, That's amazing. amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk to you. You're you're creating films. 
with the message, I found out about you through uh, Knife is Industry Lab program right. where you made another film mm-hmm. um, called You Have More Friends Than You Know. Can you tell us a little bit about that project? Yeah, um, that project um, first came to me, uh, came, to my, came to my mind is because um, I have a friend who uh, got married the year before that uh, to his husband. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Europe to like travel. And then when he came back, uh, he sort of uh, disappeared. And then uh, he, he had basically gone missing. Mm-hmm. And then his husband doesn't know where he was. And then his parents mm-hmm. couldn't find him. And they have like weeks and weeks of like searching and police report. And then like he is a, he is a really sweet guy. And then right before that, he got married. Uh, and I met him in Seattle just to, t- to come out to him because he's my high school classmate, actually. Oh. Uh, he's one year old above me. And then, like, we were talking, and I was just like, you know, that's really cool because he's the first person that came out uh, to from high school because it's a Christian private high school. It's really conservative, and I was, mm-hmm. like, never really going back, gone back there to talk about this. And then, um, but so to me, it's it's weird that he gone missing, and, and, and they end up finding him um, uh, dead. Uh, so he and then they oh. conclude as a commit a suicide, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very likely because he has depression and then he uh, he's under a lot of pressure and then he's working and then act as an activist for LGBT pride in Seattle, and then he um, his disappearance is um, it, he, his death is really devastating for a lot of people but. Um, what happened is like his family was sort of um, it was strange because his Facebook name was changed to his uh, uh, his husband's last name mm-hmm. but then after death his parents took over his uh, social social media account changed it back oh. and then um, I was invited to a fu- to the funeral which I couldn't go to because I think I was shooting something because I didn't know it was going to be that weekend and then um, his husband, husband wasn't invited and his husband then disappeared oh. on social media and then to me, it's like, it's it's really hard for me to hear all of that, and then to not do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And plus, like then I, you know, reason that at, this, at around the same time, I joined the gaming course of LA, and then they um they sort of made um had this uh, song rehearsal for 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 another event, and it's called "You Have More Friends," you know. And then that song was written by Jeff Marks, which is a Tony Award winner for Avenue Q. That's musical. Right. It was really good. And then he wrote that song, and I listened to it. I cried so hard. And I looked it up, and I realized there it, it was on Glee, the TV show. Mm-hmm. It was on It Gets Better Tour. But I don't find any actual like music video for it. And then I just like, perfect. That's a perfect opportunity. And then I felt like I need to make some kind of vi- uh, music video as a dedication to him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like... It's to raise awareness about depression, to raise awareness about LGBT community, and like, I wish I felt like if he actually heard the song, he would have probably not done the same decision because mm-hmm. I feel like when you are when you felt alone in this world fighting for a cause, and then your parents are really ultimately are not not just parents, a community he's in, like you know, there's a lot of pressure, a lot of uh, stress, and then him getting married. Uh, it was a big step for him, but I just don't I, I don't know exactly why he he chose to uh, to end his life. But I feel like that's it's an important message to know that you do have more friends than you know. And in the lyrics itself, he also says like those that love you the most may need more time to grow. Mm-hmm. So it's it's exactly kind of what everybody is kind of going through. Like you know, even if your parents might not be the same as my movie, might you know they're very accepting and loving. It doesn't mean they don't love you. It's just like sometimes they just need more time sure. to uh, to really understand what's happening. And then, 
So then, like, I think that music video was. That's why I brought it to the industry lab, and I was like, I, I want to make this video, and then like I I, I crowdfunded, and then I ended up getting you know a, a good budget, and then actually half of it came from the uh, the composer Jeff Marks. Wow. He he was like he want he wanted me to make sure I can do this, and so wow. he gave me the money, and then we were able to shoot it, and good then just yeah. So what goes into creating both a music video for like a beloved property, but also trying to do kind of like a in memoriam for someone you know right. you're trying to um you're trying to create a message so that what happened to him would not happen to others right um creatively how do you how do you start breaking that down um i think what i do what i did was like because back in the day i was closeted myself and then like i felt like creatively thinking about the images i'm seeing it's like you uh you have this hope that it's, you know you will not be rejected by your own parents mm-hmm. But then, like uh, in the film, in the music video itself, it has this journey going through. Like he got rejected by his own mom, and that's like right at the beginning, before the show stone even started. And then, um, and then you start going through this, like you know, how do I get my mom to accept me? And then, and then you, and then you start having this depression affecting you. So then, like you start seeing images of like him going, getting darker and darker from his point of view. It's just like the life is, it's not, it's just like not really worth it. And then he walked away from friends. And there's this like very important moment that he walked away from friends, like not because he doesn't think any of his friends is going to accept him. If his own mother won't even accept him, why would he expect anybody else to accept him? Mm-hmm. But then like that's just all in his own head. So then like it's I feel like creatively I just wanted to really make that difference between like what is actually happen happening in real life and what's in his head, and um and, and then so then like to kind of go through with a song and then in the end having this moment that he's deciding then but then you know your friends are actually there all the time you just need to really uh, take a moment to think about like how much how much more love you actually have mm-hmm. even though your mom might not we never resolved that in the movie music video because it's not really the point the point wasn't because you uh that your parents are like you know terrible you know it's like the tr- it's a trigger because of the stress and then both parties are underneath you know, under for like for you know having a son that's homosexual and versus having a mom that might not you know might not be able to accept this but it's more about like she might need more time to think about this he just needed to remember that he is invo- surrounded by more than just parents he's surrounded more than people that are supporting and loving and care about him so then that's why um it was not exactly like a, it's not a it's not an autobiography it's yeah. just it's just more of a story that uh, I feel like it's similar and then uh, it's a story that I wish that, that the ending is what it would have ha- could have happened to my friend somebody actually reached out to go hey you have more friends than you know and um, if this music video was made maybe he could have stumbled across it maybe this could have you know mm-hmm. be something that can maybe save his life and mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't, but like, doesn't mean that this won't. If this goes out there more, it doesn't mean it, it means that it somebody could get affected by this. It doesn't mean it's going to, but I have faith that once this is out there, it's accessible to public, and then more people will watch it, and more people will be affected by it. So, on that note, let's take a look at the video. Yeah. May yeah. Oh, is there supposed to be? There should be sound here, right? After. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
your fear, but we're here to say who you are is okay, and you don't have to go through this on your own. You're not alone. You.
So that was lovely. Yeah, so beautiful. Absolutely. I want to talk to you a little bit about, you're taking on a lot of roles here. You're directing, you're acting in it. Um, oh, no, this one was also uh, directed by Mariana. Oh, was it? Because, okay. Yeah, because when I was on set as an actor, a lot of time I can't see the camera. Basically, right, right. I, mean, I, mean, I, I was going to ask yeah. you, because no, it's no, no. a lot to, I, I know sometimes you have veteran actors. Mm-hmm. After they've acted for several years, they, they're like, okay, well, maybe I'll take up directing, and directors do the same, vice versa. You know, directing for a couple of years, maybe yeah. I'll try the other side. You kind of dove into like every aspect of filmmaking immediately. Like, I can make a score, and I can act, and I can direct. Like, I'm not really worried about it. Um, I mean, I also uh, arrange the music. That's that the singing. Uh, I, I have them separately recorded, and then from people that are from Glee Club, that I, I taught Glee Club for a year at, in IFA. And then, like, uh, have them just. Uh, re- I rehearsed them and then arranged it and then, then we this recorded. is an original recording this is an original recording this is a- just no, another no. thing on his resume <laughs> that's all that's incredible yeah because I, I arranged songs for Glee Clubs to sing a lot and then so like that. this is one of the songs it was already sort of a, it was already arranged before yeah. but I rearranged it to fit the people that we have and just so I, it makes more sense that way Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah. how are you juggling all this? Yeah. How are we doing all these things at one time? <laughs> well, I don't do them at the same time, but it's just like <laughs> it's a different pro- part of the pre-production, and uh, you know, so like uh, to get it ready. But it was a lot of work for this one because I had to start uh, two months before rehearsing and then you know getting it uh, getting it arranged and then like re- record it in the in mm-hmm. the studio, and then after it's recorded, then we bring it to the. You know, while that after we're recording, we started doing pre-production and and for scripts and all that, and then with uh, working with Mariana Tome, and from the industry lab as well, and then so we were able to um, finish this script and then sort of like you know she did most of the uh, like more of the technical part of it because I can't uh, have I don't really have time to do that at the same time. Sure. So yeah, and I have a really amazing ta- uh, talented like crew member to do it, like you know director producer. They were just they were on point, and I I trust them. They were the same one that did my uh, thesis film. Plus, it's better on yeah. the budget if he could do it all on his own. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I do that a lot with all the films as well because like, <laughs> I can, you know, save some money on that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, did you... Um, thoughts are here, guys, I promise. Um, uh, as you're working through this video and, you know, creating these images, how do you feel like... Did, the, did you ever hear back from the composer and how did you feel about the final product? Um, he uh, he watched it, and then he didn't really um, he didn't really say a whole lot. But mm-hmm. I I'm kind of expecting that from him, just because you know he is a professional mm-hmm. in the industry and he does music all the time, Broadway, mm-hmm. Avenue Q. So like he has seen a lot of stuff. So it's not like he's gonna be like this is the best thing I've ever seen. But it'll be like a, a service purpose. I think mm-hmm. that's what he told me. <laughs> nice. Okay. I think what he says like a service purpose, and I think I'm really glad that it's finished. And then like you know it's out there. So. Um, yeah, but that's what he said. And then, like, I actually did get a message from the mom uh, because I sent it wow. separately to her. And oh. then um, I don't... Because the video, we're very careful about not portraying the uh, the parents to be the bad guys. Sure. Because it's not really about that. But um, it's a, it's really just what I want to stay true to the lyrics of the song. And then, like, he, what she said was... Um, it was very... She, she thought it was very, a very nice thing that I did for his son, for her son. And then she uh, basically just said maybe there's things I could have done differently mm-hmm. and that's really all I wanted from her because it's more like it's not so much that she can do anything now sure. but she does have another son and then she does have you know other people in, his, in her life that she might she might be able to reevaluate what, uh, that's just but it's not it, the, the film the purpose of the film music video or anything I've done it's to make people think 
about what they are doing with their own life, or or maybe like you know if it's something that it's happening to them. So then like, and exactly what he said, like it served a purpose, and then like you know, she actually is you know thinking about what she did necessary not necessarily like bad but just like you know she can reevaluate maybe that's maybe she has something that can think differently and she can start seeing things differently and then um you know i think it, it in in the end it better it makes things better it makes people's life uh better and or doesn't maybe not necessarily better but like it changed the way they think and then it's giving them more to think about Mm -hmm. so absolutely yeah so you're working on can we talk about what he's working on a musical (laughs) yeah can you tell us about that (laughs) um yeah so recently i uh i've been inspired to do more about uh, a musical i'm writing and uh the script and also getting it together with music and uh it's for a um women of color and then right now it's uh, a more interesting deal, um, kind of like going into uh, the mother-daughter relationship in in the Asian culture, in the Black community, and the uh, Latina community. The Latino community, like it's just to uh, explore the uh, the women what they are, uh, what they go through with their own family, uh, and then while like you know under under this society. And I, I do want to explore a little bit, like not necessarily make men the problem, but they are. Uh, how they are they assert dominance over women yeah absolutely and then like that I wanted to be have a, it's an element of the musical I'm writing mm-hmm. and, and I, but I want to uh, just kind of reflect the real reality of like what uh, what women have to go through and then um, kind of like sort of under even under the cultural expectation of what they should be and then to kind of explore that through music and acting and he mentioned earlier that it's it's not a comedy; it's a no. drama. Oh yeah. my! It's it's pretty it's dramatic, and then it, I will lo- I will I mean like, I want to use this as like a a way to kind of um, getting you know, give like a, um, eth- I, ethnic women more a voice to like you know to share their experiences, and then like I actually have, I I want to make sure the script is because you know. I, I can see how that would be weird that like it's written by an Asian man, you know? So, like, uh, I wanted to have, like, I talked to the diff- interview of different, like, you know, fa- friends that are uh, in that kind of position. Like, you know, I, I recently did, did one with uh, with the lady. She, um, she She's Mexican, and then she has, like, a daughter, and she also had her own mother to deal with, and I want to make sure the script stay true to uh, peop- uh, every d- daily life of the different, uh, different um, ethnicities and, like, just kind of... Uh, get it into a more authentic tone, and then while I have the song and the, the acting in it, so it that make that because that's the only way to really resonate with the audience who are from that culture, from that background, and then even gone through the same thing. So, right. are you directing this? Yes, okay, this one I'm directing, great. and I'm, it's I'm hoping to just only use all female cast, but uh, yeah, so like I'm that's that's still the case right now at the moment. So, and that's I would awesome. like to have that to be um, a, a new way to maybe make a sort of a mood I, I would love to develop into a, like a film like, uh, into film to become like for like right before Mother's Day so yeah. next year so hopefully nice. that sounds amazing uh, I love hearing that you're diving into these cultures and you're trying to explore otherness um, I know you were at the Resistance March yes. for Pride how was that? It was exciting because it's to me it's emotional at the same time because mm. last year I was last year it was my first time in Pride and I was with Game and Chorus and I was dancing with and we were doing the our uh, 
at the time we were preparing for our concert with the cube the cuban first gaming course that came over to come uh, perform with us wow so we have a lot of like you know gloria stefan like you know oh. gonna get you. <laughs> yes. so we were dancing those for 40 40 minutes on the parade but this Jeez. year it's like it's a completely different thing mm-hmm. because it's a it's a very different time right now in 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 this uh country mm-hmm. and um so the Resist March is very emotional because it also ha- it's also like a, a year anniversary for Orlando incident, and I, which I also held a visual at Nightfall last year through Glee Club. But then like it's an emotional time, and then it's also a changing a time of change right now. Like like we have to really be out there to really have our voice out there to just make sure they like, know that we are resisting we are so i have a lot of all the people are doing the same thing i see when i was when i was standing there ready for the people to march end of the march just watching thousands and thousands of people walking towards you it's really emotional it felt like a lemis moment for me it's like a, <laughs> it's like just like you know i can hear the can, i can hear them go singing i just feel like this is like a time of change right now because of that and then people are there and showing up early in the morning to march and then just we have a performance at the end and then we sing the song you are the the game and chorus that you are the voice and that's a song we do a lot with uh, another project we we have called a live music project and mm-hmm. i'm the uh, pianist for that and then they are what jobs don't you hold <laughs> you do so much i know i don't sleep <laughs> as much as it does but it's like something that we do uh to go to high school to talk about anti-bullying and being who you are Aww. and it's okay to have your own voice kind of thing Aww. and we did that song there and i thought it was very emotional and then we have different speakers coming up like from the council from the government from senate and also from like you know the uh, mayor of, and even the uh, mayor of west hollywood and even the uh, pop singers like you know adam mm-hmm. lember was there and then like uh, Chris Rock was there, so there's some like very um, a lot of like people that gather together just to talk about how this time is important for us to you know keep our voice and then to really um, let the uh, people in the White House know that we there are people there here that uh, don't make, uh, don't really agree with what's happening, but then like they have they, they just want to we I feel like the Resist March is like a place that we are just kind of reminding. The people in power saying we are still here, and then you know that's you know even though the the decisions you make might not be what we are agreeing, but don't forget that we are here still, and then like we're and we're not gonna we're not gonna back down, um because we have what we standing what we believe in, and then like you know it's just it's just something it's very it's a very amazing experience because it's that's kind of how like a. I feel like how my film will be like, you know, yeah. how like you know everything I do in, in terms of art or the film or singing will be like. It's just like you know having this kind of resonance of people. I admire that you're doing that Absolutely. so much, and I feel like if Thank there you. were many more, you know, millennials out there doing that with their work, the world would be a different place. Honestly, yeah. right? Absolutely. Well, Todd, Good thank you so much for joining yeah. us today and, and telling us about your films and, and your wonderful experiences. Uh, I feel like I I have a greater appreciation for uh, kids that will do literally everything. I just can't even believe how many jobs you mentioned. And, and you're doing them all, well, and you're doing them all so well, and you're doing them at a level that is uh, not just consistent and timely, but, like, you know, you, you've got the composer to, like, say, hey, what's up, and, and to donate. And I think that that's huge a year out of school um so i'm proud of, i'm really excited to have you back once this musical comes up because we yes. need to talk about it it I sounds know. amazing uh, um sure. guys before we get out of here i have a quick announcement um my single here 
I want to make a quick apology to Francesco Pianzeri, who we mentioned on our May 4th Star Wars episode. Um, Francesco is great. I just said the wrong movie. He did not work on Rogue One. He worked on Star Wars Episode 7. So that was my bad, Francesco. I do apologize sincerely. Um, so watch Episode 7 if you haven't already. Admire Francesco's work because it's beautiful. Um, next week, we are going to have Mason Richards come in. Mason has um, an art installation up in New York. Uh Kelly Garner, who uh, is the Dean of Students, shot the movie, um, which I'm really excited to see Kelly's oh work for the first time. It's yes. going to be really fun. Um, we're going to talk to Mason about his art, about his history on Broadway, and about what's coming up next. So join us next week. I will be on at 3.30, not 4. So 3.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to catch Mason Richards next Thursday. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. We'll see you next week. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.